Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. All right, welcome back as we are live from the Pinnacle Bank Championship, the club over at Indian Creek. It is a beautiful morning, although I have been complaining about the sun. <laughs> so as much as I tell you guys all out there that it's beautiful, which it is, uh, if a breeze comes through, it would be a lot better. Maybe uh, the man next to me can bring a breeze because you handle all the course conditions, right? So you can bring wind. I do, I do, I do. That's, I that's wish, how that works? I wish. I wish. <laughs> oh, oh, darn. <laughs> Jim Nedro here with us, head superintendent at Indian Creek Golf Course. Jim, thanks for taking the time. You told me uh, before we started, 19 years now you've been yeah, here. That's yeah, incredible. February will be 19 years. Absolutely incredible. So uh, what's it, seven years here? God, like for, seven for this or event, eight. it's seven, seven or eight. I think 2017 was I think the first year. Right? Yeah, so, so year number six, because yeah. if you count 17, yeah. this would be the seventh year. Yeah, yeah it went like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> 19 years flew, and now there's seven years of flu. So. Okay, so think back to 2017 for me. The course looked like what? And now today, the course looks like this. Well, I mean, fairly similar. We added T boxes on tournament 12, tournament 10, and tournament six. Um, 10 and 12 are uh, the gray gray one and gray three and tournament six is black six um we did that three years ago uh no this will be the second year that those tee boxes are in play so we added about 120 yards um at that point we made some pretty significant changes in 2009 10 and 11 um not with a tournament in mind but certainly um you know it was it was kind of in the back of our heads when we were when we were um working with the architects so um, pretty big changes then made a few tweaks in 2016, uh, the year before the event came out, added some bunkers, changed some T complexes, a little bit of that stuff, but, but nothing really significant. I mean, it's just some minor changes, but those uh, seem pretty significant to me though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, 120 yards to, to any of us is a lot. Right. Um, but it, it has been fun to watch. I went up to hole 10 this morning and watched a couple of guys that played in 2020 and hadn't been back yet so they're playing that tee box for the first time and it does change the way they play mm-hmm. right maybe instead of a mid iron or a long iron off that tee now they have a driver in their hand same with tournament 12 um you know kind of a mid iron would have been the play there for them and now it puts a driver in their hand which you know the longer that ball's in the air the the farther right. it can deviate off a of center so that was the goal there um and it seems like it's it's made a difference talking to the players so um yeah jim you, you've been here 19 years i think you said you've been at a golf course one way or another since 99 is, yeah is, so i guess how did you get into this like line of work was this always the plan or, or what happened there it was not um so i went to school at nebraska and lincoln i was in i was going to be a vet uh, so a, a year and a half in animal science and ended up getting that moved went back to my hometown in norfolk uh for a summer job got a job at the golf course there and just kind of fell in love with it um so went back and switched majors and and have been doing it since i mean i grew up playing golf that's kind of my their parents would drop me off at the golf course in the morning mm-hmm. pick me up in the evening so i'd 
golf had always been a part of my life. Mm -hmm. I had just never been exposed to the agronomic side of things. And so it was that summer job and, um, the superintendent I worked for Ryan Reifert up there in Norfolk that kind of took me under his wing and showed me that, Hey, this can be a profession, right? This isn't like, you know, my understanding of it was like most people like Caddyshack, right? Like, um, <laughs> well, you, you live know, in the shack, right? Right. Go so, after gophers. Um, so understanding, you know, this, the science behind it and right. the technical side of it. And man, this can be a professional opportunity. Um, I think that's when the kind of the light bulb went off and, um, kind of been doing it ever since. So instead of taking care of animals, you take care of the course. Yes. Um, everything that grows. You know, we talked to Alexis and she takes care of everything that doesn't grow on the course. Yeah. But yeah. you, on the other hand, um, you know, you take care of the roughs, the fairways, the greens, things like that, the tee boxes, as you said. You know, when you get to tournament week, and I'm, I'm just kind of curious, and it may not affect it at all, um, outside of weather and if the rain comes or if it or if it's really hot do you find it difficult to like keep everything the way that it was the day before like so like in regards to like oh i need the grass this certain length or i need the greens to look like this and not get a rough patch here or say a divot doesn't get repaired and now it kind of looks like it, you're probably you know I, I talked about being stingy with conference realignment earlier. You're probably pretty stingy about it. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, if yeah. there's like yeah. a, a divot unfilled, yes. like you're the guy that yes. goes up there and you're like running, like talking under your breath, yes. like mumbling, maybe yeah. some swear words. For sure. Um, I am OCD by nature. And this job like uh, scratches that itch, right? I get to be <laughs> out here every day and focus on the most minute of details. Um, but, you know, we've got a great team. And, and everybody understands what our goal is, right? And that's the goal 365 days a year. So we don't necessarily change any approach um, in terms of trying to keep con uh, conditions consistent from, mm -hmm. you know, from day to day. Um, you know, so, so that focus that you talk about is just something that that's how we approach every single day. Um, I mean, things change certainly this week and, and the, even the week before, um, like, so advance week, so what we call the week prior to the event week um, is is probably the most important tournament week kind of becomes really routine right barring you know uh, uncontrollables right mm -hmm. like significant weather issues or something like that tournament week just becomes like repeat right don't mess anything up um, advance weeks where you really put in the work and and even beyond advance week it's you know it, the last putt drops on Sunday and we are already preparing for 2024 I mean that's it's just a constant you know, um, we, we don't have what we have now if we aren't doing things in August and September mm -hmm. and October and March and April and May. So um, and that's what the team we have out here is really good at. Mm -hmm. um, they're good at they're good at not losing sight of, OK, the event's over. Now we can, you know, relax and, and let off the gas a little bit. You now it's like the event's over. And now it's what do we have to do to get better for 2024? And um, and so that helps. Right. We aren't ever really playing catch up. We're just kind of maintaining um and then tweaking things a little bit when we need to you know green speeds you know we you know, we roll and we try to you know increase firmness and manage our water a little bit differently during tournament week and um so we're usually pretty close and then we just kind of have to, to dial it a little bit so so jim i i am curious if you're you know just an amateur out here playing versus a professional uh during this tournament week what would be some of the biggest differences you would notice with the course conditions, I know some places, you know, with professionals, let the roughs grow out a little bit longer, or they change, like you said, the green speeds, things like that. What would, what are the biggest differences here at Indian Creek? 
I mean, the rough for sure, right? But we, we have to start that. Typically, I mean, this year's been way different. Right? We were like 10 and a half inches of rain since June 30th. <laughs> right. So it's been easy. In in years past, you know, to get rough where we want it for trim, we have to start growing that out three, four, five weeks in advance. And so that tends to be an issue for daily fee uh, golf or, or the public, you know, golfers like us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this year's been a little bit different. We were able to kind of maintain everything at a, at a fairly playable uh condition and then you know the rain the rain gave us the ability to just kind of um you know the golf course just kind of did its thing on its right. own um so the rough for sure i mean green speeds we, we we wouldn't we couldn't maintain green speeds during uh the rest of the year at the, at the speeds we maintain them here i mean the rounds would it'd be five and a half hours six hour rounds <laughs> right? right um our front nine specifically the greens have a lot more topography to them so um it just it just be tough um so green speeds firmness um rough obviously um i mean hey man you you we're open on monday right so like right. if you want to if you want to try it uh which we do man you can come tee it up where the where these guys play on sunday and, and we won't have the rough mode out by monday afternoon so you can oh i'm playing come give it a shot i'm man. totally so, playing monday uh yeah jim quickly here i've probably got about a minute um you know, we mentioned the players uh, that have come back now from 2020 that had to play a new tee box. But how about just the players in general here? What are their overall thoughts whenever they step on this course? Because a lot that I heard last year was it was one of their favorite stops on the tour. Um, so whether it's the conditions or whatever, what do you normally hear from uh, when when players get off the course? Yeah. Um, what what we hear and what I really enjoy. So they're all competitors, right? So um, there's a lot of tour stops. Uh, that that are pretty easy right and you know the cuts minus six minus eight minus nine and 24 under wins and to us amateurs that's great right like we want to go play in the scramble and shoot 21 under these guys want to play a course where you know nine under 10 under 12 under 15 under wins and so this gives them an opportunity to have a tour stop where that's a score that's going to win right a cut's going to be just a few under par and 12, 13 under is going to win. And, um, you know, it forces you to be a player. You have to hit shots. And, you know, the guy who plays the best golf is going to win here. Um, and so it's, it's like it's a true test. And that and that we, re, we enjoy that. That's what we, that's what we like. So um, and I hear that pretty consistently year in and year out. That That's what they appreciate here. Jim, we appreciate your time this morning, man. Yeah, Thanks thank so guys. much. Enjoy uh, the whole week. I, I'm sure you uh, have your hands full, but uh just thanks for stopping over for 10 minutes. Absolutely, guys. We appreciate you being out here. That's Jim Nedro, head superintendent over at Indian Creek Golf Course. Before we go to a break, I'd like to tell you about Dingman's Collision Center. Dingman's your one-stop shop for all your car needs. They have some awesome nonprofits that they give back to for you. You get to choose whether that's Epic for Girls, whether that's the Collective for Hope, or whether that's Community Alliance. They make a big push, especially for Epic for Girls. They love being paired up with them because that's that's the umbrella organization to amplify sports programming, call attention to the issues of inequity in sports, and address incidences of violence occurring in the world of youth sports here in Omaha. Dingman's is the place to go if you have any issue with your car, take it over to them. They will take care, care of you. That's dingmans.com. Once again, Jim Nedro here. We are at the Pinnacle Bank Championship having some fun. You know, just really taking in the scenery. Robbie Lula in the chair to my left. We will do the sports six-pack when we come back. That's next. <laughs> 